Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise. Here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, my guest is Danny Shapiro. He is the Senior Director for Automotive for NVIDIA. Hello, Danny, how you doing? Very good, it's great to be here. Thank you very much. So uh, let's get right into this. There are, t- are tons, there is tons. There's lots going on at NVIDIA when it comes to automotive. Um, it might even be fair to say it's one of the top things on you on your on the list for the company. Um, let's go through some of the trends that, that you're seeing in, in the automotive space. Now, you, you raise a really good point. Um, we just concluded our GPU technology conference and uh, made a lot of announcements with respect to hardware, software partners. You know, I don't necessarily need to go into all that, but what's, uh, what's apparent is that the transportation industry is just in the midst of a huge transformation and computing is at the center of that. So it's hardware and software that are enabling passenger vehicles with ADAS and autonomous capabilities. Uh, trucking is being transformed, both last mile delivery and and long haul and, and robo taxis. A lot of our customers like Zooks and, and Cruise and Didi are moving into serious pilot projects and talking about production of fleets of robo taxis. So all of this is enabled by this AI revolution, computing and uh, just an amazing breadth of software to deliver safe autonomous travel. Now what's happened in the last, oh, I'll say, four or five, six years has been huge, but it's probably safe to say you ain't seen nothing yet, right? I think so. I mean, we, we did announce that we have an $8 billion pipeline over the next six years in our automotive group. And that's really going to be fueled by just a big expansion in terms of the types of vehicles, whether they're passenger vehicles, whether they're robo taxis, whether they're delivery bots or, or trucks. Companies like um, Volvo, uh, group and their, their trucking division to companies like Mercedes-Benz and Volvo are using our drive technology uh, for their vehicles. Would you just dumb that down when you say an $8 billion pipeline? What does that mean? Uh, it's, it's a big number. <laughs> I mean, <that's> a, a <laughs> what do you mean by a pipeline? It, it means, so, you know, revenue is recorded year over year, right? And, and companies, that's their financials. And so if we look at the deals that we have with automotive customers, which tend to be a much longer horizon than a consumer product. Um, so we're already locked into contracts and deals with many different automakers over several years. And so if we look at the six-year time horizon and we total up the value, the estimated value of those deals based on the projections of those customers, um, it comes to $8 billion for just the the revenue to NVIDIA. Got it. So the stuff that you're working on today with the auto, ma- auto manufacturers, when would you expect that to see the light of day? Well, it, it's really a wide open question. We have a lot of production vehicles today um, and we've announced our new Oren processor, which is what Mercedes-Benz will be using, Volvo, Neo, Liado, a whole host of other uh, automakers and truck makers. And so those will start to come out in 2022 through 2024. And the new processor that we just announced, which is 1000 tops, meaning 1000 trillion operations per second, which is really a data center on wheels. 
uh, will be for 2025. So there's this, there's this horizon or this roadmap of product that we talk about um, for the auto industry because their design cycles are long. That's one of the challenges that automakers face. They wanna ensure that technology is not obsoleted too quickly. But by having a whole software defined architecture, meaning the software that's developed now will be able to be updated over the life of the vehicle and will be compatible with future generations of technology lets them leverage the investment they're making in autonomous features for the vehicles. Do you need 5G to make this a reality? You don't actually. Um, a lot of people think that connectivity is key. It's helpful. Um, I'd love to have every car with 5G and every car to communicate with every other car and every car to communicate with the environment. But we are so far away from that, that the connectivity piece is really an added sensor, if you will. Um, information that you could get about the traffic or the weather or road conditions. But that's not data that an, an autonomous car is going to rely on because it's not ubiquitous. You can't always guarantee the connectivity is going to be there. And so all the sensor processing that happens has to happen on board and not in the cloud. And so the, um, the need to have connectivity is really a bonus, but not an absolute. Okay, so um, what are the different sensors that we can expect to see in the car? Well, you're seeing them on vehicles already today. It's cameras, and it's not just one camera, but a whole range of cameras. Um, many front-facing cameras, side cameras, rear cameras, wide-angle cameras, uh, long focal range, short focal range. There's also then radar, different types of radar, and LIDAR, laser scanning, ultrasonics as well. So basically a whole cocoon of sensors that are able to provide um, different types of information in varying conditions. So cameras, for example, don't work very well at night because they need light. Mm -hmm. So there's different kinds of cameras, infrared cameras, but also radar and LIDAR. So when you couple all different types of sensor data together, you get a much um, more robust, reliable, accurate picture of what's going on around the car. Are the sensors that are available today adequate to do the job? I think so. Um, we, we do see a lot of success with sensors, but like anything in technology, we're always looking for how do we make it better? Safety is our number one goal. And so by increasing the number of sensors, the diversity and redundancy of those sensors, um, the resolution of those sensors, we can create an even safer car. Okay. Um, you mentioned some announcements with some of the big guys. Um, do you want to just go through that quickly so the audience can get some understanding of where we are today? Sure. I mean, we're, we're really proud that virtually every company that's developing autonomous solutions is, is using NVIDIA. And it's often um, not just what's in the car, but in their data center. And artificial intelligence first needs to be trained. And so NVIDIA's data center uh, plays a large role in that AI uh, training and development, whether it's for healthcare, whether it's energy, whether it's transportation. But then what we're doing is having that same architecture that's in the data center come into the vehicle. And that becomes this real-time processor of the sensor data. Uh, we announced recently with Mercedes-Benz that every new Mercedes will have our NVIDIA drive inside and the sensor processing, the connected car aspect, the AI inside the car is all powered by 
uh, NVIDIA. And so this will be in every vehicle, not just the high end premium, but the entire line from the base trim level to the high end. And being a software defined car, any Mercedes-Benz customer can choose to buy features at the point of sale or potentially upgrade the software over the life of the vehicle. So this essentially is a new business model for companies like Mercedes and Volvo and others that are moving to a software defined approach. So during the life of the car, new software could be purchased either one time paid by use or a subscription. And think of it along the lines of what you do with your cell phone, right? You buy the base model and you get software updates and you can purchase new apps um, throughout the life of that phone. The auto industry is moving in this same direction. Interesting. So in addition to Mercedes-Benz, then we announced deals with Volvo cars, um, with NIO, with Liado, uh, with um, robo-taxi companies like Zooks and Cruise. Um, so it's a very different business model when you start talking about robo-taxis. And it's a much more intense compute when we're talking about fully autonomous with no steering wheels or no pedals. But the core technology is the same. And so by having a scalable platform, we allow both the ADAS customers that are developing passenger vehicles to be building on the same platform as a company that's doing robo-taxis. Very cool. So we're almost out of time. One more for you. Um, these processors require a fair amount of power. Um, what's the plan to make sure that uh, we have adequate power in the vehicles? Well, I think that's um, you know, the, a little bit of a misconception held over from the past where a lot of these vehicles, the early prototypes, it, it really looked like a data center in the trunk. You had many high-end PCs with a lot of gaming graphics cards and they were consuming thousands of watts of power. Um, since then we've developed our SOCs or system on chips. And so they're extremely energy efficient, very high performance uh, integrated circuits. And so we're seeing the ability to uh, reduce from thousands of watts down into low hundreds of watts and be able to replace a human in the vehicle ultimately is what they will do. Um, it's not dependent on having an electric vehicle versus a, an internal combustion engine. I think that's really the trend is moving towards electric. And so you have these large batteries in these vehicles that have ample power to, uh, to drive the systems that are required for autonomous behavior. Very good. Very good. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate you taking the time to educate the audience. My pleasure to be here. That was Danny Shapiro. He is the Senior Director of Automotive for NVIDIA and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.